what's up, dude? Man, interrupt something? Yeah, man, I was singing the, my theme song today. I'm ready. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, man, what the fuck is this dude sending me? We should yeah, record. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck is he sending me? We should be playing games and shit. Was <laughs> letting know I was ready, man. It's a Tevin, Tevin Campbell classic. I never heard it. Well, yeah, I didn't really expect it to be any wheelhouse. It's actually the, uh, I think, a couple of days ago was like the anniversary of that album, like the 24-year anniversary, 26-year anniversary of that album dropping. So, congratulations. That's a, that's a classic then. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I sing that song in my workouts. That's the type of shit you listen to when you're working out? Bruh, you should, you should, <laughs> you should hear me on the leg press. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting them notes, <laughs> getting them gains. It used to be rap faces and then gunshot noises. No, 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 no. Now it's heartbreak and babies and baby come back. Oh man! All right, oh, whatever, whatever gets you through your workout, bro. Yeah. My boat floats out there, man. <laughs> boat be floating. Mariah Carey's breakdown with Bone Thugs. Yeah, Bone Thugs Harmony. Oh yeah. What else, man? Uh, Tamia, so into you. Um, tender kisses. <laughs> wow! All right, <laughs> bro. I'll be out there crooning, getting these, getting these. Uh, the word so long, <laughs> bro. Out here crooning, getting these titties up, bro. <laughs> oh shit! I don't know why. When I hear that word back in the day, I just think it was like just hilarious. Crooning. Yeah, it just sounds so funny. <laughs> it is mad old school, yeah. Boy was out here crooning. Uh, how you feel, man? What's going on with you, player? I feel pretty good, man. Fucking yeah. uh, one more day of work for me. Mm. I'm off for nine days. <laughs> what you about to get into for no, no, nine days? Yeah, man. Vacation, dog. You about to be in these streets? About to be in these streets, man. In the Fucking, in the woods or in the streets? <laughs> I'll be in the streets, man. Oh yeah, I don't go to the woods that often. Oh like shit. So okay, look at you trying to be my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be out the woods. <laughs> I'll be on that shit. I was listening to so a couple of days ago, right? I was listening to a podcast I did with a uh, shout to DJ Reed City and uh, the homie T Bib. He was talking about a uh, uh, was talking about a stand-up comedian who told a joke about shark attacks. How like it ain't really a shark attack because you be out in the beach all in the ocean at their crib. Yeah. Yeah, you're in your, you're in their neighborhood, bro. Like no, like the shark went back to the crib. Like oh man, just had a human attack. Had to had to save myself. It's invasion. Oh man! And they got all these like ways to like save yourself when a bear attacks you. Like, nah, you got to be out in the woods first <laughs> to be. Man. man, I seen I seen a video. Well, it wasn't a video. It was a picture. It was a dude that got like attacked by a bear. <laughs> and like he was like up in the fucking mountains, bro. Like by himself. Yeah. Like he lived. Mm. After the like, mauling. Bro, this bear ripped his whole fucking face off. He didn't, oh, uh, see, he, don't they say, like, you gotta, like, make yourself, like, big, like, make yourself big, show that you're not scared and shit? I mean, I've, I've only seen a bear at the zoo, and I'm not <laughs> I'm saying, <that>. hey. 
<laughs> Bro, I only seen a bear on Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> like the bears, the zoo, they be the flipping sticks and shit like that. They all look all cool and shit, but not right. a bear out in the streets. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hell yeah. I think I'm actually getting, um, I think with a bear, like technically you're supposed to like play dead, but that's too much of like an investment. <laughs> yeah. Like- Hey, that's 50-50. That's like, even too much to chance, bro. Damn, I'm supposed to just lay here. I was just lay here. Oh, uh, no. Oh, uh, no. I don't know about all that. But, like, I feel like if you run away from them, they're going to be like, oh, he wants to play. I'm about right. to fucking rip his face off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I have heard, too, though, like, that bears, like, I think it was brown bears, specifically. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see any other ones in this place. Mm. They don't, like, fuck with people. Like, they just want to be left alone. Hey, sound, sound so like, like my cousin. I mean, if like, one, like, walks up, like, you might just look at each other like, what's up? What's up? Just keep walking. What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I think I got my animals mixed up. I think it's, um, I think it's, like, the cougar or the jaguar, uh, that you make yourself big and, like, try to, like, appear bigger than it is. Because I know you saw the video. This dropped, like, a couple yeah. weeks back of uh, the dude out in the woods. <laughs> Yeah, who bro. got stalked by? <laughs> like, it's bro. He's like, oh fuck, I'm not trying to die today, bro. He's, oh, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. He's cause fuck you, fuck you. I'm like, yo, ain't this the whitest? <laughs> fuck you, bro. I, I don't, I don't, I don't be out there like that, bro. Hell no, nah. <laughs> hell no. Nah. I saw that I, like there was a, a wildlife specialist. For those who've seen the video, I'm sure it's been, you've been passing around a lot of circles, but apparently, like. Wildlife specialist was like, yo, the cougar wasn't trying to attack. It was trying to protect its babies. Like, the yeah, way that cougars, the way that cougars, like, attack, like, if it wanted to attack you, you would have never known. Like, you wouldn't like, have seen it. Yeah. yeah, like, you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't have seen it approach. You wouldn't have heard it approach. That would just been your ass. And it's a wrap. Apparently, like. About his hood. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he just he just saw Kevin out here, fucking too close to the crib, fucking trying to another human attack, and uh, escorted his ass off the premises. What yeah, took he just walked his ass out? What took him so long to grab a rock? I mean, like, dude, I don't even know. Like, like we've got, like, I don't know, man. But we've got cats over here that do not like Junior. Really? And, like, I'm throwing like. Not like boulders at him, you know, like pebbles. <laughs> like, fuck out of here, you shit cat, you know. And they don't even, they don't even flinch, bro. You shit cat. <laughs> Damn, man. I'm not a big fan of cats. They're mean. They're kids. I've, I've grown to appreciate cats a little more. You got to earn their respect a little more, um, because they don't really like like you. Man, like, they're very self sufficient animals. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't need to. I want to be known that I'm liked. You know what I'm saying? Like Junior, Junior, he's, he's been being ungrateful. Really, <laughs> really. <laughs> Past couple nights, bro. I'll go get a snack. I'll hear his ass get out of bed, and I'll say, "What are you doing?" <laughs> he's just wagging his tail. So you want a snack too? And I'll, I'll break him off a piece of a bone. I'll go back in the fridge, and he'll stop and turn around. Just look at me, and he'll go in the living room, put his bone down, and come back in the fucking kitchen. That's <laughs> what I got. Like, boy, this old bullshit. I, I just gave you a fucking bone, dude. I'm being ungrateful. <laughs> you always throwing me bones and shit. 
That is funny. I do kind of wonder, like, some of the thoughts dogs and animals we have on the day-to-day. Like, uh, this and this. <laughs> they get off the phone. Oh, I got to go, man. This nigga home. <laughs> like, man, let me, let me let you go. Yeah. Dude, night, I fucking, I got off work. As soon as I got, as soon as I got to the back door, I could smell shit. I'm thinking, what the fuck? Mm. I go in the fucking, I walk in the back door of the kitchen. Man. Mm. He had diarrhea or something. Mm. Nasty. Mm. Boy was letting you know. I guess shit happens. (laughs) Yeah, literally. I mean, it's not like I don't let him out. Like, fuck, on my two-hour break for lunch, Mm. I let him out at least, like, four or five times. Right. But Hmm. half the time, he don't want to do nothing. He'll want to go out there, but he won't want to do nothing. He just wants to come back in and get a bone. Right. He knows the deal. <laughs> you done figured out the routine. <laughs> you done figured you out, my guy. That is wild. That is wild, man. What you yeah. been up to? I uh, Well, I went to visit my sister. Because uh, I had a, shit, I had a long fucking... Uh, you know, I didn't have so much have a long weekend as much as I had a long Sunday. Um I went to visit my sister, and I, uh, <laughs> that's where the you know my my thought of well my most recent thoughts about cats came from. I went to visit my sister; she's got a cat, and I was uh, on her couch, and I put my arm on him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, gave him some rubs, and you know he started licking me. I'm like, yeah, got him, loved, liked. He was licking me slowly just to like get away from me. <laughs> Ew, get away. Ew. Okay, here, take a couple of these. Nyah, nyah, nyah. Get off me, Duke. You smell like French fries. Get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, I had a long little Sunday, man. I uh, I went to visit Sis. Of course, you know, to go see Sis, but also I had a, <laughs> I had two shows on Sunday. Um, which is which is why I didn't I didn't get to catch Hell in a Cell live, but I had two shows on Sunday. The first of which was a 5K um, at this winery just outside of where Sis lives. <clears throat> so I figured I'd get there early, get there the night before. My guy had to be there at 6 a.m. Dog, I forgot they still made 6 a.m. I had to get there 5 a.m. on Monday. Yeah, I don't know what that's like, bro. This ain't the life I live no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they told me, uh, and it was, it's a little wine, a little, a little 5K, right? So I don't got to dress up in the suit like I usually would. And so I'm like, cool. I, you know what I'm saying? I pull out the grays. Hey. Hey. I'm like, yeah, I'll pull out the grays so I can fit in a little bit. Um, I did not fit in, but I definitely stood out. <laughs> um. Motherfuckers are looking like look like how I looking at you like how I dress, bruh. I, listen, I, 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 woo, stood out. Um, and then I'm like, you know, I'm playing into it. I'm, you know, what I'm saying, I'm walking around a room when I ain't got to. Well, I don't check the sound bad times. It sounds great in this room. I'm stretching in ways I don't need to stretch. <laughs> you know, what I'm oh my back, <laughs> uh, my pelvis. You know what I'm saying. Uh. I'm playing into it. I had a good time, man. Um, and then after that, man, I packed up, drove two hours, my guy, two hours to a wedding. And I mentioned Red Dead Redemption earlier, and I felt like I was in Red Dead Redemption 3. Like, I felt like Arthur Morgan at this place. Pictures. 
Bruh, for all my Red Dead players, man. Um, matter of fact, let's put in let's put in historical context. Like that game took place in 1899. Yeah. Now the church that I was at was built in 1845. Oh shit! Yeah, you were you were in there. I was in there. Damn. Think of any think of any of them abandoned churches in Red Dead Redemption Two, and this is where this ceremony was. It wasn't Ghosts no electricity. You say what? Ghosts and shit. Bruh, the meeting was about to start. Like, I seen it on the ledger. Like, ceremony at 3.30, meeting at 4.15. Like, yeah, no electricity. So they had to bring us a generator. But oh, even wow. worse than that, even worse than that, there was no, like, room. There was no bathroom. So. The fucking outhouse? No, there was nothing. Fields, so wipe your ass with some leaves. Man, I had to well I had to change it to my suit. So <laughs> you ever change your suit in the car? No, yeah. I just do it outside. And I've I've never worn a suit. So I imagine you've never had to change into your suit in the car in a cemetery. I just wore them behind some, some headstones or something. Yeah, man, I I had to, I had to dip off into a little path, so I backed my car into this path, not knowing. I'm just trying to get out of natural view, right? Uh, not knowing that I was backing my car into like a field of headstones. Did you hit one? I did not. <laughs> no, I did, <laughs> I did not. Um, but I felt very very exposed. It was dipped off. It was looking. It was dipped off. No one alive could see me, but it was, listen, I, I felt mad. And the cemeteries look like the ones in Red Dead Redemption. Busted ass headstones and shit. Fucking nobody went out there in 10 years, probably. Man, no gates, none of that. Just a field of headstones where I changed into my suit. Um, yeah, I felt mad exposed. I looking at you. Bro, I felt different. I felt so different. Like you ain't never like you ever had your pants off in a cemetery. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, never happened to me. I yeah. Mean, like, like I've changed clothes. Like, like I like I used to park my car across the street whenever we like have customers and shit. Like mm-hmm. dining, and like if I was hitting the road straight after work, I just change right out there in the parking lot. Mm. Yay! Right there. Right on Main Street. You know what I'm saying? And it felt a little, it probably felt more private. I mean, my town, yeah. <laughs> true. True, true, true. But, I mean, yeah, hell no. Like, well, I remember I was, uh, I left one of my buddy's, uh, dad's funerals mm-hmm. back home. And what street was this? Uh, uh, fuck. What street? It was Seminary. No, yeah, what? Seminary? Seminary? Yeah, I think it was Seminary. Mm. I changed right outside, right on, on Seminary Street. Shit, it might depend on which part of Seminary. Uh, fuck. I can't, fuck, I can't remember. It's been so good. It's mm. like right before like, the double tracks. Oh, like, okay. So like, uh, damn, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not, not quite at Griffin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you might have been on Williams. It was Williams. Yes, yes, was it Williams? Yes. Okay, 
yeah, 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 yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might want to. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, you might want to dip off. <laughs> you said what? We said. They out there. Yeah, true. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you good. You good out there. You good. <laughs> oh, man, I came front though, man. Your cousins, uh, your cousins was still wilding the whole weekend. Oh, um, I don't know them. Yeah, listen. You know, the people who had me out there in that Red Dead Cemetery right before the meetings, like, they ended up being super cool. Super cool. However, now, I uh, I had a DJ do his first show this past weekend, right? Now, I already decided he's going to do this show. This show, it was set, right? So... I get a, and I didn't even get the call, but I was looking at the file probably like two days before the show. I guess the uh, the clients called into the main office, you know, requesting a DJ who fits the quote unquote rustic theme. <laughs> and I type back in the notes, uh, fit the rustic theme how, right? Because they didn't ask enough questions. And now me, being me, I can kind of just figure out my own connotation of what it means. But I don't want to assume. Right? Rustic theme. This reminds me. I remembered. um, This is years ago on CNN. Right? CNN had this like hour long special. Where it said. uh, Now I don't remember the exact word to use. But I'm just going to use the word of the word of 2020. I'm going to use Karen. We'll just use Karen. They said. Which is the worst word? Now, this I'm, I'm saying this word for word. It hit a little headline at like the bottom of the screen, right? Which is the worst word? Karen or the N-word? Oh, my God. And I'm on my couch like, nigga, it's probably the one that you got to abbreviate. I'm saving you 48 minutes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saving you. It was on CNN. And I'm sitting here like, yo, why are your cousins like this? I understand coded. Listen, I'm so good with coded language, right? So it happened to be a white DJ who I assigned to this spot, even before they asked for someone who fits the rustic theme. So he texts me. I gave myself the day off Saturday knowing I had a long day Sunday, so I was available. But he texted me. He goes... He goes, uh, this wedding is a Trump 2020 themed wedding. <laughs> Not a cowboy boot in sight. Not a cowboy boot in sight. You had pe- members of the wedding party when they introduced, they coming in with Trump flags that they unrolling, unfurling, snapping in the air. You had one dude come in. You know how like they you know they make it rain, you take the dollar bills, you just you know make it rain. He he grabbed a whole bunch of disposable masks and was making it rain with masks. Oh, uh geez. making fun of mask wearers. Um was this in Carmine? <laughs> nigga <laughs> Close shit. <laughs> like the thing is, right now, again, we're not a political podcast, but we've talked about this before. Like, this 2020 election, one of the reasons why I didn't watch the debate is because I watch enough wrestling as it is, for one. Yeah. For two, 
if I'm already not like the happiest with the candidates, I don't need to watch an hour of them being disappointing. Yeah, I didn't and, watch either of them. Yeah, and also this is the most cut and dry election of my lifetime. You know, you knew who you were voting for four years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what kills me is that this is how I know that that part of the country. And listen, if y'all listen, we know what kind of crowds the typical wrestling fan is deemed to be. If you fuck with Duke, I don't really want you as a supporter. However, this is how I know that that part of the country knows that they ain't shit. Instead of coming out and saying, this is a Trump 2020 themed wedding, they use code words like rustic. They wonder which is the worst word, Karen, or quote unquote, the N word. Yeah, it's, that's, that's, that's wild. Uh, as soon as you said that, I knew exactly what the fuck you were talking about. Bruh. <laughs> Like it's one, like it's dead as one thing. Like if you say rustic, listen, I know that means white. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, it wasn't just white. It was four more. Like they can't. They were chanting four more years. Four more years. At that wedding. Say it again. How many people were there? It was. A, it was. My 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 uh my file said about two hundred plus. That's a lot of people. I've never heard of a, a politically themed wedding. Wedding. That's first for me. I'm bugging at how you, like, even if it wasn't Trump, right? Let's say it was like, we could pick anybody. Let's say it was Walter White. Let's say it was Arthur Morgan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I White. <laughs> but... <laughs> But how do you take your one and only wedding day, theoretically, and make it about someone else? Like, what are you trying to prove? Bruh, if and when I get married, if you thought I was an asshole now, <laughs> fuck with I me on my wedding days. day. I hate wedding days, bro. Bruh, that day... And listen, I'm not going to be like a groomzilla. I do enough like weddings where I have like certain ideas in mind. But the gist of it is that day is about me and her and and, and like and her, but me and her and me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'd be damned if the if there's a theme of all the things I love, it won't be about (laughs) it won't be about Shawn Michaels. It won't be about Allen Iverson. It won't be about Kobe Bryant. It's gonna be about me. How many like themed weddings have you done? Because like I've been to like a handful of weddings, like none of them have ever been like a theme. Zero. Okay. <laughs> Zero. Perfect. <laughs> Zero. I've done birthday parties that you know. I'm trying to think. Not even the birthday parties really had a theme. I've done corporate events. I had like. A, you said what? Yeah, right. I did a corporate event that was a part 80s theme, part Christmas party. But, like, that makes sense. Yeah. But, no, I've never done, never been to a themed wedding, let alone for Duke. Like, I know I had one of my homies 
boys that got married, and like they were talking about it before. It's like, oh, let's like have like this and that theme, and I'm just thinking like I'm thinking in my head. I was like, I fucking know for 100. percent I fucking know 100 percent that y'all aren't gonna fucking do any of this shit that y'all are talking about. Bruh. But okay, yeah, I bet. <laughs> whatever you like, you got it. You can have whatever yeah, you like. That. And think just fuck hope to God they don't fucking do that stupid shit. Yeah. They, they never did. Yeah. Listen, man, people in their visions, this might be your day, but you get one of these. I did one last week. I'm gonna do one next week. I know weddings <laughs> better than you think you know your own wedding. Don't <laughs> don't have stupid ideas, please. Yeah, it's like everybody's gotta follow along, like uh and then, like, even, like, whenever you're doing that, like, if you fucking put, like, that much thought into it, any little misstep is gonna fucking, depending on the person, is gonna fuck your whole day up. Yeah. Like, that's all you're gonna remember from that day. Yup. Yup. And cause, so don't do that. Yeah, don't. Because that's the thing, too, right? You can let somebody know how dumb their idea is, but when it goes poorly, they're not gonna take not a single second to think, huh? That was a dumb idea. No. No. They're going to blame everybody else. Everybody else. Everybody else. Like, like, I've been, like, I've done a couple weddings where, like, I had to, uh, like, I was the usher. Mm-hmm. Anybody listening out there, please don't have me do that shit. I fucking hate <laughs> that shit. Being an usher, why? Man, like, well, like, it was, like, one of them was okay because, like, it was just in a church. It's like it was simple, mm-hmm. you know? The other one was outside, and they're like, okay, first, like, like, okay, first they told us, like, okay, well, like, we're going to have you guys stand right here and direct, like, traffic coming in. Yeah. It's like, okay, bet, whatever. And then, like, five minutes later, somebody from the other side comes running up. It was like, people are coming in from over here. You guys need to go over there. And it's like, well, what the yeah. fuck? Like, I'm going to leave yeah. here, and I'm going to go over there. Somebody's going to tell me I need to go back over here. So I said, no, I'm just going to stay right here. <laughs> Bruh, yeah, there's so much going on, and yeah, no. Well, if and when I get married, you're gonna be in my wedding, so it's all good. Same you owe me, you're gonna be wearing a suit though, so hey. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah you'll well, be. Well, no, yeah. I have worn a suit once, but they Say shipped us the wrong one. I, I, I did wear a suit for one wedding. It was when I had to be an usher. I remember. Was that the whole like, like they'll get you the suit two days before the wedding thing? Yeah, bro. <laughs> you had to take your own measurements. Be- Bro, yeah, they shit everybody like like very slim suits. Like, yeah. nah. Yeah. Like, I filled out that shit right. Like, you think I'm gonna fucking pick slim fit? Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Oh, your shit gonna be slim fit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even. I'm not gonna front you. Your shit gonna fit snug. Your joints are gonna joint to that day. I'm gonna have to order a size bigger then. Hey. Let's fuck all that. I'm I, I gotta <laughs> breathe, bro. <laughs> I gotta Grace, be able to laugh without busting buttons. Gray sweats ain't gonna have nothing on what you fucking went on. Holy shit, dude. It's like one of the cool things I was ever at. We just fucking wore, like, goddamn Hawaiian shirts with blue pants and fucking my white box. That shit was hard. I've seen that picture, too. That shit was hard, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Ren, I want to ask you this. Um, Are you happy? Uh, I guess. Not satisfied, but are you happy? I mean, I think things should always be better, you know. 
Well, and and that's why and that's why I specified too, not not satisfied, because I don't think a lot of people are satisfied, right? Everybody wants more, but are you happy? I'd say yeah, yeah. The reason yeah, I, mean, I, I, I got, I got fans, you know. So you got fans. I got fans, you know. Uh huh. About my shotgun videos and shit like that, and I mean, I got a job, I got a dog, I got a couple cool friends. That's all you really need. I feel you. I feel you. The um, the reason I ask, and I think the timing of this is even interesting too. This is gonna drop on my mother's birthday. Oh, right on. Uh, happy birthday, mama. Um, so I do a and a on Instagram every once in a while and someone asked me, are you happy? And <clears throat> I've, uh, I, 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 I have an issue with saying that I am happy. I find different ways around it, be around just saying yes. Um, well, and- I think, honestly, I think you're happier where you're at now than where you were at a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think you are. But. I, um, and I even said out loud, I was like, I have, I said out loud, I have a hard time saying yes. And I ended up saying that I am the happiest I have been in a long time. But I still didn't say, yes, I'm happy, right? You kind of did. I, I, to an extent, I did, but I still didn't say it, right? You're trying to make it complicated. You fucking said it. <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. Here's what I think I realized. Um, and I realized this as I was chilling with Sis at 2.48 a.m. Um, and I went to Sis's apartment, and I love my sister's apartment. She's got, like, a really cool fucking apartment. It's, 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 it's very, like young woman coming into herself fully as a, as an as a woman right and i just love it um and i've made no like i've i've not hidden the fact that like i get misty thinking about like how my sister has grown up and how she's growing up right so you know i'm sitting on the couch with her and i'm seeing you know everything you know just how she's living and you know, we started talking about it and i think the thing is and now, again, I mentioned, you know, my mother's birthday. And I've mentioned here before that, you know, her, her passing date, uh, she passed the day before her birthday. And, you know, I've talked about all the people I've lost, all the family I've lost. Just the, 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 the hurt I've had to feel and the people that I wish that, I, that could be around, right? And so I think that as I'm as I look to my right, I was actually I was putting together a package to send my sister and then that includes some photos. I'm looking at a picture of my mom I hadn't seen. Um I hadn't seen, period. Uh I can see it right now. But the thing is I think that I'm almost guilty, like I almost feel guilty in saying that I am happy. Because I think that even though everyone watching this conversation and looking down upon this and everyone listening would be like, yo, they want you to be happy. I know that. But I think deep down, 
if I were to say that I'm happy, it's almost me saying that I'm like, quote unquote, over over it, over the deaths, over the losses, over all of that. It's almost like now I love my, I, say it again. I don't think that's necessarily true. I'm I'm fighting away from that. I'm fighting away from that. Um, not and I've talked about how I I liked my darkness. Pissed off Juve gets shit done. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's almost like I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't deserve to be happy. I definitely don't feel that. But again, I think it's almost like a deep down, maybe not that I shouldn't be. I'm not even sure the words. I'm I'm not even sure the words I want to find. But it's like all the people I wish were here. If I were to say I'm happy, it's almost like I'm just overlooking their existence. It's yeah, I, I don't know if I believe that either. I know, and I, and honestly, I shouldn't. I shouldn't even have a shred of that belief. But I think that's the one thing that's holding me back from just saying, yeah, I'm kind of happy. I always say I'm in great spirits. I say I'm the happiest I've been in a long time. But I never just say, yes, I'm happy. <laughs> you know, you're fucking complicated. <laughs> or or I like, it, I like to make it that way. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I think well, and that's that's another conversation. We can address that in a second, but I don't know, and I'm not even sure what resolution I'm looking for. I just wanted to put it out into the ether that like I think that's where some of those thoughts come from, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I get what you're saying. You know, I get what you're saying 100. percent But I mean, just the fact that you've got to meet certain people and been in certain people's lives yeah that's a good thing and that i've achieved in spite of all of the 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 pain and emotional loss i mean listen this is what this is episode 89 like three and four months ago that string of episodes was such an emotionally revelatory string of episodes you know what I'm saying? And then we came out of it, and I'm talking about how, like, I'm a little bored and I want more problems. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and, and I say that facetiously. I don't really want, like, more problems, but just in comparison, you know what I mean? So, yeah. It's just a, just a thought, man. Um, I think I'm happy. I think too. I think I am. I'm not satisfied, but I think I'm happy, dog. I don't think anybody's ever actually 100% satisfied. Though. No, hell no. We always want more. Yeah, you know, that's our nature. <laughs> we always <laughs> want more, you know. But, yeah, like, I think I'm happy. If I can ask, and not to indulge in myself, but you said you, you think that I am too. What What is it that makes you say that? Uh, I mean, just from, like, from the locations you switched up to, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I don't know. And there was a lot going on at the previous place you were at. It seemed like a lot of yeah. negative shit, kind of. And, uh, yeah, it just seems like you're better now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've always been good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it seems like things are a bit smoother. I uh I've definitely always, you know, had my own strength. 
And in the place I was in before this, I was I was way more busy, but I liked it. I liked it. Um and that that place, I mean, that city isn't exactly like the most welcoming to people like me. <laughs> maybe fuck you. Maybe it was I mean, it was kinda of far away from home. Yeah, shit, I haven't been in the same city as somebody I love <laughs> in years. Yeah, but at least now, like, you know I'm, what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, at least now, like, I can pop a couple hours to you, a couple hours to sis, a couple hours to the hometown if I need to, a couple hours to city I used to live in before city I used to live in. You know what I mean? Um, that'll, that'll change it. Yeah, man, like hell in a cell. Um, you ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. I, um... You know, I, I, you know, yeah, I think I, you know, based on all the just, you know, the the stuff I had to fight through emotionally throughout the years. And you know what? Listen, and I said on IG, I took a side job and turned it into a career path. I really like professionally, I can't be mad at all. And if my biggest problem is that I'm just a little bit bored I can, right. I can listen. That's all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all right with me, man. I'm not mad at that. So that's what's up, man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna stop. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop uh, trying to fight my happiness. That darkness don't leave you. I mean, that, that's just in you. But um, yeah, I missed it for a second. <laughs> Oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I got, pe- you know what? I got people who love me. I got people I love. I got people who want to be in my life that I won't let be in my life because they blew it before. Um, I, I really, I, I can't be mad. I, I really can't be mad, man. So there's, there's no need. And this goes to anybody. Anyone who has felt any kind, who, who's dealt with loss. Don't don't punish yourself. Nope. Do not punish yourself. It don't work like that. It don't work like that, man. I think about how you know, I always compare I always say we all just babies and we all just parents, right? So I think about how, you know, we're 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 friends to our friends and we give our friends advice. I think about how you know, my friends are parents and they try to build the build their children. I think about how I got to raise up my staff and how to get them right. Because in all of these instances, we have to be safe spaces to these people. Because once they leave, once they walk out that door, they're about to walk into a world that is not going to take care of them. It is not going to look out for them. It's going to treat them bad. It's going to shit on them. So the least, the very least you could do is not shit on yourself. The least you could do is be in your own safe space. Somebody else shit on you. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> yeah. Let somebody else shit on you. Uh, my chest. My heart. Damn, that was funny. That might be the title. Ah, man. You know what? I tried not to put cussing in the title. That might be it. I don't know. I got to think I gotta think about it. I mean, you can make it let somebody else poop on you. 
there's a few candidates for a good title in this in this opening uh in this opening man my you know what this it, yeah we can get started you want to get started we can... Let's do it uh want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 89 episode 89 <clears throat> of the hard camera T H C L X X X I X and I am your guy, your guy, Juve. Sitting here with my tag team partner, as always, <clears throat> Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Cade and Murdoch. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, dog. You got me go. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a. Y'all can also look me up on Snapchat, MoffedUp316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Check it out, y'all. No doubt. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter. On the Instagrams, at the hard camera, who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, predictions, whatnot, here to forth, and things of that nature. But of course, you listen to us on a variety of platforms. I listened to, I, and, I, and when, I, when I went back and listened to the episode, I definitely yelled out variety last time. You're listening <laughs> to us. <laughs> Don't mean I yell. <laughs> I, was, I was like, huh, that was, a little, that was a little aggressive, a variety of platforms. Wow. You listen to us on a variety of platforms. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Some are listening on Breaker. But wherever you're listening, you listen to some heartwarming content, some great content, some heart-building content, content that lets other people shit on it, content that will hopefully <laughs> help us pay our bills. Oh, man. My guy. We had WWE Hell in a Cell 2020, but before we get to what we thought about the show, got to update you on the numbers, man. Now, they had a, it was a six-match show. Only four of the matches were announced once we, uh, once we went to air. Of the four Thank matches. God. Thank God yeah. only four matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... Of the four matches, Big Ren went two of four, taking his total to 53 out of 82 matches, 64.63%. You got Juve went three out of four, taking my total to 49 out of 82 matches, 59.75%. I'm I'm wearing you down, dog. It's all right. I'm wearing you down. You ain't going to shit on me. No, (laughs) no, no. Not at all. <laughs> Where are you down, man? But we got full gear coming up next week. I can't wait to get into that show. But let's not uh let's 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 keep our focus where it is. Hell in a Cell twenty twenty. Overall, man, what'd you think of the show? What'd you think of the show? Uh when I first watched it, I thought it went on just a bit too long. Oh really? Yeah, some of the matches I thought went on a bit too long. Mm. I mean, but after I went back and watched the the main shit, I was like, all right. Yeah. I'm fucking with it. 
Did it? What, did, did it just seem like uh, the other matches just seemed like filler or? Well, no, like it was honestly the three Hell in a Cell matches that I thought went on a bit too long. The, the first night that I watched it. Okay. But like I've been drinking all day. Actually, I, I, <laughs> I kept I kept pretty good that that Sunday. I only kept had it low. That Sunday, I only had thirteen good. beers. A brewer's dozen. I had a brewer's dozen of of beers. <laughs> but uh, no, I uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, uh, there's yeah. We'll get into we'll get into it deeper. But what do you think? Overall, man, I give it a thumbs up. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up. It was a nice compact. Now it was still about three hours. So I kind of get what you mean. Like I in in the sense of like the matches made it felt a little long. It was three hours still. Um, but it was only six matches. Yeah, and... so I mean, like, like my point, like, well, yeah, like you understand what I'm saying, but like the three Hell in the Cell matches that took up half the, half yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, it, it it did. And the other matches, um, you know, Jeff Hardy and Elias served its purpose, I suppose. And you know, it, it didn't really need that match on the pay per view. Um. Miz and Otis at least had stipulations. Bobby Lashley and um, Slapjack Bar, you know, it was a title match, so it had its own stipulations. But I, I do like that they didn't just cram a whole bunch of matches on the show. Now, yeah. we there were certain superstars we didn't see. We didn't see Seth Rollins. We didn't see Rey Mysterio. We didn't see Braun Strowman, Keith Lee, etc., which is fine. But they at least didn't just cram a whole bunch of matches onto the show just because they got all that talent. So if I, they I can stick to the three hours for like these like these pay per views. Yeah, I'm fucking 100 fine with that. Yeah, even, even if it was two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, and they, you know what? The last few shows, you know, they've actually been pretty decent with that. I think SummerSlam wasn't even too overly long. Yeah, um, exactly. So they've been kind. They they've been kind of good with that. Uh, what six, was six, your six okay. hour shows for fucking WrestleMania? Bruh. Listen, I hate the idea that WrestleMania was two days long, but if you're going to give me a 17-hour show, listen, I'm good. Yeah, you know, you know. Um, What was your match of the night? Oh, I think we could agree on that one. It was Sasha and Bailey. I got a tie. Oh, okay. Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, Sasha and Bailey and Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Um, if we're talking just straight up match, Sasha and Bailey. If we're talking story in a match, definitely Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Yes. Um, since we, yeah, oh yeah, since we can agree that you know Sasha and Bailey was up there, let's talk about that match first. What you what you like about it? She was brutal. Yeah. They didn't hold anything back. No. Uh, There was a couple things I didn't like about it. Hmm. Uh. Bailey talking talking back to the commentators. Like, <laughs> like cut that shit out. Like we know that like we know there's not actual like fans up in the building. Yeah. But, like, and then there was like there was one it was uh it was after they brought out the uh the ladder, like the ref hesitated on that three. And, like I had to the ladder that a couple times. I was like, Oh, oh yeah. When um when Sasha hit her with the Bailey to Belly? Don't you? Yes. Okay. I'll have to watch that spot again because I actually watched that match again. I didn't notice that, so I'll have to watch that again. Well, it, was it was when Bailey was pinning Sasha. Bailey pinned Sasha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check for yeah, that again. Right. Yeah. It 
it was right like I remember the time it was right around one fifty five. Okay. So, <laughs> He's like this. Because <laughs> I, I watched it a couple times. I was like, what the fuck? Timestamp. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll have to go check for that again. I missed that. I um, you know what? I I I actually liked Bailey talking back to the announcers because it's so like you can hear there's there's been a slight issue with like the way WWE mixes the microphones. I know it's on NXT too that like now you can tell there's one feed for like the broadcast what we're supposed to hear through the announcers, but you can also tell that like. The wrestlers can hear everything the announcers are saying, <laughs> and so it. Now, on one hand, it's a little awkward to be able to hear that, but also I like that Bailey doesn't act like she can't hear them. Like she's reacting because I mean, listen, you got all those fans. You really, as a wrestler, you can't hear the announcers unless you're by the announce table. Yeah, exactly. But when it's like the Thunderdome, you're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it. So I like that Bailey didn't just act like I like that Bailey like didn't just insult our intelligence and act like she couldn't hear it. Because I think I, she, I think she's like the only superstar who does that. Because everyone else was ringside and was like you know whatever. But Bailey was like, yeah, I am enjoying it. You're fucking right, Michael Cole. <laughs> and, and, and like, and that's and honestly, that's a good reason for me to not like her because yeah, she's a good heel. Yeah. Bailey is better at Karening than I thought she would be. Oh yeah, dude! Like I'm, I guarantee everybody that's seen Bailey ever since she got called up, they all they all forgot about she was the hugger, bruh. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't know. I feel like there's some we may have talked about before, but like the reinvention of a lot of superstars over this last year has been great. Yeah, Um, Bailey's reinvention. Say it again. Made you forget a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bailey's reinvention, like she cut her hair, changed she she stabbed the 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 blow up dolls. I shouldn't. Okay, what the Bailey buddies, the air, whatever they. I I can't call them blow up dolls. That's crazy. The inflatables. There we go. Yes, (laughs) teamwork. Um, yeah, she stabbed the inflatables. She cut her hair. She got rid of all the multicolored stuff. Like you definitely forget that she like used to hug people. Um. Seth Rollins is is the Messiah. Say that again. The side pony. Yeah, right. Got rid of all that. Um, Seth Rollins is the Messiah. Braun Strowman uh, cut his hair. Roman Reigns is out here doing some of the best character work of his life. Not some of. He's out here doing. Yeah, with no shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like showing the Samoan the the, the Samoan legacy proud man. Samoans, you know, historically, you, you remember Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, he ain't fat. The nigga Simone, what's he gonna do? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I gotta credit them for the reinvention. Uh, but no, I, I like the match. You know, at first when I first watched it, and even on the second time, I felt like it may have went a little bit long. Um, to kind of you know go to your point, but overall, I mean, listen, they it was two best friends. The thing I gotta give them is that all three of the cell matches were all necessary. Like, they didn't just throw them in a cell because it was Hell in a Cell. Like, all three Hell in a Cell matches made sense to have, and they were necessary. Um, but two people that never even been in the cell. Who was that? Bailey and Drew. Yeah. yeah. And they got changed. 
change, change life forever. Well, they, they have to piece themselves up in there. They definitely came out differently. <laughs> they got changed. <laughs> call back. Yeah, man. Every year. <laughs> but great match from Sasha and Bailey. Sasha is listen. That Meteora is like the new clothesline. It's tight. Listen, I like it, but like she hit like seven variations of the Meteora in that match. So that's what makes it tight. Is it? You could do it anywhere. But is it? <laughs> I mean, like I don't know. I, I think it is. <laughs> I mean, listen. I like the move. I like the move. But I also like the frog splash. And now Street Profits didn't wrestle, and Angel Garza didn't wrestle. So we got oh, you know, a few episodes back we had to decide like who. Or not Angel Garza, but Rey Mysterio. But we had to decide like whose frog splash has to go. Yeah, it, it's Sasha's. Yeah, it's time. Sasha's frog splash has to go. I love Sasha. She is the best women's wrestler in the WWE. That frog splash has to go. It just don't. It, up. it just don't. It don't hit. It don't hit well. I mean, like, like honestly, like have have they reinvented Sasha? When's the last time they did this? Uh, NXT. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's my point. I definitely uh, avoided. I avoided that was. But you know what? The thing with Sasha is though, like her character doesn't need it the same way. Like she can, she can, she can she can go both ways. And yeah, like the evol- like her evolution it can it can be more subtle. I mean, yeah, she changed her hair, she changed her theme song, but like. Sasha, her her adaptations have been so when she got when she became the boss in NXT, it was a little more over the top, and so it's a little more subtle now. But it's the same Sasha, the same with Charlotte to to Charlotte's credit. But like Bailey, she couldn't be lovable, huggable Bailey forever. No oh, fuck. Um, I got to credit Seth Rollins because you would think that that Seth Rollins, you know, where could you go with that? But he, you know, he made it work. Um, Braun Strowman is is largely the same guy, but he changed his look some. Um, but Roman Reigns, yeah, Roman, yeah it's. I mean, like, like, I mean, like, it, I don't know. I always thought that his his change was just a little bit weird. It wasn't weird, but like, he's always been like a kind of like a bad guy. I mean, coming from the Shield. Mm. They, they were obviously bad guys. They yeah, were, when, when they, they first started. For the man. Yeah, right. Mer- mercenaries for the man. You know, and then they split up. Then he was kind of just fucking, just, just like a nomad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Rocking different territories all over the fucking place. Doesn't matter <laughs> where it was. True. He's still gonna whoop ass. True. But now, like, he's like, he is like the bad guy. True. True. Like. And, and I wonder if they thought that, like, I wonder whether they brought him back. I wonder if they thought, was like, well, he's just going to get back again, so it's probably he'll turn and have him fucking just soak it up, you know? I, um, you know, I don't know. Because, well, I'm thinking, like, super, well, not superstar, sorry. Fans love, like, when people come back, right? Yeah. Now, and like. Him, like, him coming back from the certain situation that he was dealing with. They loved him. Yeah. They loved him. But if you don't see someone for six to eight months, even like no matter what it is, you're 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 kind of excited to see him back. So, yeah. 
they they were cheering him when he came back, and I think you know the booze slowly started coming around. But like, I think you know even if he didn't necessarily turn now, I'll I'll say this though, if he didn't turn or at least tweak his character some, the booze would have came back sooner. Cause that goodwill would have been gone. It's like, oh, you've been gone for six months. Like, you still the same guy? You know what I mean? So I think it would have came back sooner. Um, hold on one second. Tighten up the. Uh, it's getting a little little staticky. Nah, hold on. Try talk. Try again. Yeah, we got it. Go ahead. I think what sealed the deal for him being like a full heel turn, Paul Heyman came out and people yeah. were like, what? Yeah, true, true, hey. true. That's such a great addition to Roman Reigns, for one. Paul Heyman yeah. is. But also the fact that, like, again, like this ain't Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Yeah, we this, haven't heard Paul Heyman talk. Not, not like with, yeah, not like with Brock. And the thing is, too, it's like, and this is a great transition into Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Roman Reigns openly, multiple times, told Paul Heyman to shut his mouth. Yeah. Like, you need me. Around with Brock. Yeah. Like, Paul Heyman had more. Paul had. Yeah. Paul had more control over Brock. Now, Brock, when he wanted to wild out, would wild out. But, like, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman is Paul Heyman respects Brock Lesnar and is afraid of what Brock Lesnar could do to people. But Paul Heyman is afraid of Roman Reigns. Yeah, he's fucking he's definitely shook as fuck. He's shook. He is super shook. He has told Roman Reigns on a few occasions, yo, Roman, like chill. <laughs> like what that's your that's your chill. Paul. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. And Roman told Roman told him to shut his mouth. I don't need you to say nothing. I need him to Bruh. I have never now listen. Go back, listeners, y'all can go back and listen to all eighty eight episodes. I have always been on the Roman Reigns train. I he was never this. I never shit on him. I never, I never was like turn him heel. I never, I just said book him better. That's all I said. This Roman Reigns emotions, emotions, dog, emotions. A justified Roman Reigns doing fucked up things. Retired, <laughs> bro. I, I am. This is some great. Great work. It's the best thing in WWE today. The Dude, best they, thing in Roman in WWE right now. They uh I seen today they released who produced each match. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Michael Hayes that did uh the Roman Reigns and Jey Uso match. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. That makes sense, man. Him coming from the Freebirds, his legendary feud with Divine Eric's, he knows how to tell a story. Exactly. He knows how to tell a story. Just, I, <laughs> go ahead, man. No, I was just going to say, all I was going to say is just don't fuck it up. <laughs> Bro, I think between the cachet that Roman Reigns has built in the company, 
along with having Paul Heyman, who probably has at least some kind of say in this story. But thirdly, with Daniel Bryan on the SmackDown creative team, oh yeah, they're gonna take care of the Roman Reigns character. This I like Daniel Bryan is one of the guys in the back that was. Oh, I mean, I, I feel like everybody was always rooting for Roman Reigns. Yeah, some in a different way, but I feel like like Daniel Bryan always had the absolute best interest for Roman Reigns. Yeah, hell yeah. For and and overall for the future. The future. Yeah. Roman Reigns is the future. He is the present leading us into the future. Sorry. And this ju- I can't speak I like I can't find the words. I can't speak highly enough. Listening to him and Jay Uso talk. Like listening to them talk in the ring. Let's get this work. It's like Jay Uso was like, yo, you changed, homie. It's from that title. It's from him. He said, We good. Jay Roman Reigns was like, I had to change to make sure the family is and Jay was like, We good. And like, they're both right. <laughs> they're both right. Jay Uso yelling at his cousin. That he has changed. Yeah, he has changed. But Roman Reigns sitting there saying, I changed because I had to change. You don't know what it's like up here at the top. And you know what's so good, too? Like, listen to them talk. I don't know if you notice the difference. If you hear Jay Uso talk, Jay Uso, he's yelling. He's emotional. Roman Reigns, he may have raised his voice a little bit. But he wasn't emotional when he was talking back to Jey Uso. It was calm, focused, dignified. Like, he didn't just leave Jey Uso on the ledge, like, not explaining why he is who he is now. He was focused and telling him, I had to change. Because you don't know what it's like at the top. He's not lying. He's not lying. <laughs> He's telling the truth. My body. My body. Bro, I yeah, I can't speak highly enough. I will say this, but this isn't even a bad thing. Um about midway through the match, I kind of figured out what the finish was gonna be. You, you, really? Well, in the sense that, like in the sense that Roman Reigns was going to win the match, right? Clearly. But also in the sense that Jey Uso wasn't going to quit. The only way Jey Uso was going to quit was to save somebody he loved. I just didn't know it would go down. I didn't know it would go down necessarily like that. But now what? You know what? Now that I'm here, I think I'm going to give match of the night to Sasha and Bayley only because of the finish of Reigns, of Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Um, Some of the commentary during the match was getting on my nerves. <laughs> oh, uh, Roman and Jay? Yeah. Yeah, what What about it? That was just Michael Hay. I mean, fucking Michael Cole. Michael Cole. Yeah. Even Corey Graves was getting on my nerves a little bit. Really? Like, like there was one thing that just like, like, I was thinking like, what the fuck are you talking about, Graves? Like, <laughs> it was it was at the end, it was the finish. Yeah. And uh, it was like, Jimmy just had, or he's, like, he put him on a guillotine. Jimmy just had knee surgery. Oh, bro, oh, I, I was like, what the fuck's I got to do with a guillotine? <laughs> <laughs> I said that too, bro. 
Well, I get the thought of like, okay, yeah, he's still weak and he just he, he has no like care. But I'm like, um, he ain't right. He ain't he ain't choking his knees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I figured I said the same. I was like, all right, okay. Um, but the thing is, it was like, okay, yeah, he he kicked the stairs into his head, so he's unconscious. But the thing was, like, Jay the. Had Jay been like tied up or something, or like truly incapacitated, like he woke up and seen it happen, but he could have recovered and got Roman Reigns off of Jimmy. Should have. You know what I'm saying? To where like now, if he was tied up and literally just couldn't do anything, I think that would have been a stronger finish, but. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, Jimmy got involved, and 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 uh, Roman Reigns was like, "Nah, you got to get his work too." Um, I didn't know. I watched it a second time, and I didn't notice this the first time that when Jimmy and Jay are in the ring, and Roman Reigns is in the corner right before he leaves the ring, like he looks above and says, "I love y'all. I love y'all." I said, "Yo, this nigga is crazy." <laughs> Yo, this man is crazy. But, like, I believe everything he says. I truly believe that he does love them. But he got to he gotta let them know, y'all can't do this. I got this. And then, to top it off, he goes up the ramp. To his uncle and his daddy. He goes up the ramp to the elders. And Jimmy and Jay. Jimmy and Jay gotta watch the elders crown him. Bruh. My body. (laughs) Oh my god. It was was good stuff. It was so good, bro. It was so good. I can't, yeah, storyline-wise, this is amazing, man. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I I got to commend him for this, too. We've sat here for a while, off and on, and even lately, saying, like, yo, we got to see this Roman Reigns, Usos, stable, right? I love how they're not just, they're not just, like, they're not just joining up with Roman Reigns because that's his cousin, right? Like... This is a way more creative way of doing it. Like he's beating them into the into in beating them in line. <laughs> so where eventually eventually they're going to just fall in line. They're first going to fall in line cuz they had to. And so it's going to be like a little bit of low key beef. But eventually it's going to be one unified unit. You think so? I mean, oh like, yeah. I mean like I think it will like I don't know. Like I'm thinking like like, I'm thinking like they will lose some matches. Like whenever, whenever they all do get together, mm. they're gonna lose some matches. It's not gonna be Roman Reigns' fault, but they're gonna blame it. Like Jimmy and Jay, they're like they're gonna be the ones to lose the match, and they're just gonna get beat even more. <laughs> Maybe I, I feel you. I feel you there. I think the thing is, is okay. Roman Reigns is gonna have them like attack somebody they don't really want to attack. Yeah. And then, like, whoever they attack is going to fight back. And so it's like, okay, the pride of it all, you're not just going to punch me in my face. So I got to whoop your ass, right? 
But the more and more this story goes on, it's going to be more of like, yo, this is for the bloodline. This is for the bloodline. This is for the family. This is for the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm down for this guy no matter what we go through. I'm still down for the family. You, or sorry, I can fight my family, but you can't fight my family. And I'm here for it. And you know who else is going to join? Well, no, I mean, what, Naya? No, Tamina. Oh, shit, okay. Tamina. I would love if Naomi joined because, like, she's married to Jimmy, but I think she's, but she's on Raw. You know what I think Naomi's going to do? Team up, uh, team up with Bianca? No, Bianca's on SmackDown. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Naomi, well, I don't know if I think she's going to do it, but I would love if she did. I would love if Naomi joined the Hurt Business. Oh, yeah, I could totally see that. That would be so fire. I could totally see that. Speaking of evolution, MVP, Sheldon Benjamin, Cedric, and Bobby. Speaking of evolution of characters, yeah. You That'd know? be tight. I mean, it's like it's they. I think they need that. You know, I mean, like uh, a nice female like, presence. Back, back in the day, had at least one chick. Got to have one, yeah, yeah. Especially if they're gonna keep taking on these losers in retribution. Bruh. Big so bunch bad. of losers. Big time fucking dweebs. Big geeks. Big old geeks. We can talk about that match real quick. A quick add-on to Hell in a Cell. Bobby Lashley defeated Slapjack. Like, I don't know if they just, like, don't fuck with Mustafa Ali or what. <laughs> I mean, like, it could be a good story if they gave it, like, time. You know, but, like, they just fucked off. Like, they, they had Retribution coming over there trying to, like, take over the goddamn place. Burning down shit. Setting fires. All that bruh. stupid shit. And Ret- now, they're just getting beat. <laughs> Bruh, Retribution was hot until they revealed Mustafa Ali was their leader. Now, ever since, they've been losing matches. And they've been, bruh. Bobby Lashley beat Slapjack and then fought off both T-Bar and Mace before the Hurt Business came to save him. And then the previous week on Raw, fucking Bray Wyatt beat all of them up. Bunch of losers. Bunch of oh, fucking man. dweebs. Neo Maxi Zoom dweebies. Like. And Me- even if they were to, like, make them do anything, like, cool, I think now it's like everybody's going to be like, man, fuck that. That's stupid. Bruh. Like, as fans, like, people are, people are not going to fall in line with this. No. Like, you. <sighs> Me and Yim rolling around with a bunch of losers. Thanks, Keith. Should have called up. <laughs> Bruh. This whole thing. Where is Keith now? I, I don't mean, know. Nothing happened to him, but fuck. Well, him and, uh, him and Braun Strowman got a little beef going on. Man, fuck that. That's stupid. <laughs> Man, fuck that. <laughs> That's the two biggest guys already going at it. Like, no way. Like... Uh... They should have built them up separately. I'm not mad at it, but I feel you. Yeah, I'm not mad, but I feel you, though. I feel you. Like, have them do, like, squash matches, then they, then they meet. Yeah. You know? True, 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 true. 
I don't know. Car underground. I heard that shit's done. Yeah. What the fuck was that about? Yeah. And then who was that big ass dude that they had in Raw Underground? The bouncer. He is now. uh, He is now uh, AJ Styles' bodyguard or friend or something. No, 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 no. It was a different guy. Uh, Dabakato. Yeah. I have no idea. See. Send him back to the PC. Like, yo, get this shit right. Get this shit right, buddy. Bucko. I don't know, man. PC, man, that's, that's ground zero right now. Yeah, but, yo, they can't get right. <laughs> Fuck, man, none of us can get right. Like, the whole country is, like, I was at the gym looking at, at a screen. They said, yeah, like, we're contracting COVID cases faster now than we were before. <laughs> like, uh, yo, man. we, listen, we suck, but anyway. <laughs> um... Let's push forward, man. We have one more Hell in a Cell match. Now, this match, um, so I, listen, I did great with not spoiling anything. I stayed away from my timeline. I stayed away from the internet. I get a text from my cousin. Nigga, I felt like Roman Reigns after I read this text. Talking to, yep. I felt like Roman Reigns. Shout to Cuz, I love you, but uh, I got a text talking about Miz being money in the bank and Orton the new champion, bruh. Oh, I, listen, I don't mean to yell. I was tight. I was tight. Twenty twenty, bro. Listeners, you gotta ask first if you watch the show. The text just say, "Hey, you watch." Hell in a Cell yet? Hey, you watch AEW yet? We oh, all got <laughs> we all got the same hand of cards. Play your hand of cards right. Just play your hand of cards right. The listen, I know who can and can't be my spades partner. Okay. <laughs> Just play the hand right. So Cuz played his hand wrong. And the thing is, it's like on one hand, just for my own personal enjoyment, right? Don't spoil it. But also, I do a podcast about wrestling. So my enjoyment of the Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Hell in a Cell match, it wasn't where it could have been because I already knew how it was going to end. I was also a little, yeah, I mean, because, yeah, especially with a title change. Like... Yeah, so I, I I didn't enjoy the match as much as I probably would have had I not had it not been spoiled for me. What'd you think of the match? I thought it went on a bit long, mm-hmm. but I feel like after I watched it a second time, um, it was like I said, it was still was a bit long, mm-hmm. but I felt like they had to have it that time when just since Drew had never been in the cell. Yeah. They had to hit all the different angles of the cell. Yeah. You know, even the stupid ass being on top for, what was it, 40-some seconds. That really, yeah, I didn't like that at all, Ashley. I didn't and like that at all. He just wanted he wanted to do the spot, like, mm-hmm. just like the Shawn Michaels-Undertaker match. He wanted to do that. Yeah. But he could have done that without doing all that. Bro, <laughs> like climbing the cell in itself, right? There's got to be a special psychology for it. 
Like, it makes sense for, like, Shawn Michaels running away from Undertaker, right? Yeah. And it made a little bit of sense in the sense that, like, Drew McIntyre isn't going to just run. He's not just going to back down, right? It made Orton, sense for Shawn Michaels and Mick Foley to do it. Mick Foley's a fucking nut. He started the match on the cell, right? <laughs> get me. Yeah. Right, you know? And it made sense within the context because Randy Orton was like, yeah, I know he's going to come up here. He ain't going to run away, so he went up there. But the thing is, he pulled out the weapon that he didn't even get to use. Yeah. They were on the cell for a minute and four seconds just to do a spot that they could have done without climbing the cell. Yeah. They could have just went to the other side of the cell, climbed the cell, not made it to the top. He still could have took that bump off the side of the cage. Yeah, totally, hundred percent. So, a little, little unnecessary there, but I mean, I mean, he got his, he got his moment. Oh no, that probably took like five minutes. Yeah, least. yeah. And I, and I know that doesn't sound like a lot of time when you're actually watching the match. That's Bruh, a lot of fucking time. Whole squash matches be happening in three minutes. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I they did like the, uh, I did like the ending. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. Uh, Whenever fucking he missed the bro kick and he, Orton got back up and like or whenever he, whenever he felt whenever he went to his back he clapped yeah he his hands up like a fucking he, dude did you see him put his hands up like a fucking viper <laughs> no I missed it I didn't I didn't catch it <laughs> like, even like it looked like he like moved his head too like like a fucking snake <laughs> <laughs> that is funny that is funny. I um I'm not I'll be honest man I know you uh you called Randy Orton I picked Drew McIntyre. Um, I was gonna keep calling him until he won. The fucking I don't, belt. dude. That I don't. This doesn't make sense to me. Does it make sense to you? I mean, like outside of outside of like you know what Randy Orton's supposed plans are, like this doesn't make sense to me. Well, I mean, it doesn't make sense, especially for the fact that, like, the next night on Raw, Drew McIntyre came out, and he was, like, he was cool with it. Yeah. He was totally cool with losing. He was way too cool with that. Yeah. And I know they had, like, the brawl at the end of the match, or, sorry, at the end of the night, and there was a lot of stuff that the U.S. broadcast didn't get to see. But (laughs) Yeah. But, like, that decision just didn't make sense to me. Like this is the third match. The third they match. Could have done it, they could have done it at TLC. I feel like so, this. Should, I feel like they should have just not did it at all. Like at I all. Mean, like I mean, like you know what they're setting up for, and like, and honestly, I'm not even looking forward to it. Edge and Orton. <laughs> yeah. As a. I'm not, I'm not really looking forward to that. Yeah, and as of right now, I'm not either. But you can do that match without the title. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess, you know, it adds another level to it. But, like, this just didn't make sense to me. It, it Yeah, it just didn't make sense to me. I've got no other words for it. I've got no other words for it, you know? And I get, you know, Survivor Series is coming. And you may not want to do Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. But... Nah. Maybe that maybe they felt like it would be safer to do Orton and Reigns. I mean, and it Drew is. McIntyre's a, Drew McIntyre's a 
safe wrestler. Yeah. You know, he's not he's not stupid. You know? Yeah. But, and and not even safe as in like like we don't think they'll hurt each other, but that's clearly a marquee match down the road. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's two of the biggest stars in the company. So you um yeah, you might not want to give that on Survivor Series, but so I get it there, but like man. So I don't know. That's tough. It is that's tough. Um we also have a new money in the bank holder. Um The Miz defeated Otis after Tucker Janetti turned on Otis. Fuck Tucky. Tucky. Fuck Tucky. Yeah. Shit was whack. It was fucking stupid. They're fucking on separate brands. How new How new is that music for Otis? Uh I can't say. Yeah. I didn't know if that was like new, new or what. I hadn't heard it before. I hadn't really I've come around on Otis a little bit, as you know, but Yeah. He's a pretty cool guy. No yeah. bad for him. Tucky. Lost his lost his girl, lost his homie. Listen, man, Tucker ain't about to do shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker ain't about to do shit, bro. Mm. Yeah, it was. I, I thought that was pointless. Yeah. But whatever, yeah. I guess. I mean, it seems like the past few Money in the Banks have been pretty shitty like that. Oh, Money in the Bank is washed and rinsed. Yeah. Like, yeah. that, that, like, because that's normally in, like, the late uh, winter, right? Early what, spring. What is? Money in the bank. No, it's always in the like, summer. I thought this last year was in like March. No, that's always in the summer. This last year was in like uh it was right after WrestleMania, so May. But it's usually like it's usually either June or July. Put that shit in the fall season. Make it make it mean something. Really? Oh yeah. You think that'll help? I think so, yeah. So, I mean, there's no deadline. I mean, they I mean, like, what they have like a they they've got like a year, right? Mm-hmm. To catch right. it. Yep. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Put that shit in fall. Perfect. Yep. I think they need to write a better story. I mean, clearly something happened where they lost faith in Otis. But I mean, yeah, Miz. Miz is always marketable. So I mean, and as it, as it stands, I don't see Miz being successful on his cash in. But who knows? Um, but yeah, the last few Money in the Bank stories chance. have just say it again. Ninety percent chance they're going to win the title. Yeah, I mean the the the, the last few Money in the Bank cash-ins have been lackluster. Uh, and I shouldn't say cash-ins, not the cash-ins. The last few Money in the Bank stories have been lackluster. They do the same thing, like the Money in the Bank winner just loses and loses and loses until they cash in or they don't cash in. But well, they yeah. fucking had to put. Or they have to put the contract on the line during a stupid match. Yeah. Like Very, it's, it's been kind of lazy lately. Last oh. few years, so. Who knows, man. I don't know. And then, uh, of course, we touched on touched on Bobby Lashley and uh, Slapjack. Uh, Jeff Hardy uh, lost to Elias. Elias won by disqualification after Jeff Hardy uh, played a note on Elias, if you will, with the guitar. I thought that was pointless too. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> it's Adam. Kind of like, was. 
dude. Like you gotta, you gotta get that clean win. Yeah, if anything was filler on the pay per view, that match was filler. They had a little thing going, but Shagan. They just repeated it on Monday. Yeah, yeah. You know, who knows, man? But otherwise, yeah, Hell in Cell. The Cell matches held it up well enough. Miz and Otis was inoffensive. Uh, Retribution is a bunch of losers. And uh, Jeff and Elias was uh, it was inoffensive. It was what it was. Um. So yeah, man, I give it a thumbs up. Yeah, I give it a thumbs yeah, up. I give it a thumbs up. And then we're looking towards Survivor Series. I'm pretty stoked for Survivor Series, actually. Bruh, Survivor Series is a sleeper hit every year. I wasn't happy, honestly, about uh, Seamus beating Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Do you think it could be one of two things? Because, you know, NXT call-ups typically just don't do well initially. Um, except for the Street Profits. Street Profits are doing their thing. Shayna is a uh, is a women's tag champ, even though it took her a while. Bianca Belair is getting the Mr. Perfect treatment, even though it took her a while. But now with Matt Riddle, do you think it has to do with him just being an NXT call-up they don't know what to do with? Or do you think it might have something to do with, you know, the, the hashtag allegations? I'm going to go with A. Yeah. More um, so the... Uh, just him just being I mean, a new guy. Yeah, I think it's just being a new guy. Yeah. I would hope that they would have, like, a plan for these call-ups. You know the fuck they don't. Well, yeah, clearly not. Because, I mean, the thing is, like, listen, look at NXT right now. NXT ain't struggling, but they they trying to figure it out. Yeah, they're not, they're not flurrying. They're, they're struggling. This NXT of 2020 is not the NXT of 2019. Fuck no, it ain't. You know what I'm saying? Because I was always stoked to watch NXT in 2019, but 2020 it's been like... It's been rough. (laughs) Between COVID and injuries and whatnot, it's been a little rough, man. Because I've seen people kind of upset that NXT isn't a part of Survivor Series this year, but that's not... It's been on TV since. Yeah, right? I mean, because think of last year. Like... The NXT idea was exciting, but but two things. For one, it, it made it a little overcrowded in the ring. But also, they only got that look because Vince was late on his Saudi beeper bill. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the boys was held hostage. Like, they had to figure something out. Like, I don't, not thinking about it, NXT probably wasn't really figured in because they were building toward war games. You know what I mean? Which looks like they're building toward it now. But also, like, we don't even have the NXT champion. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. What what we look like putting NXT on the brand and we can't even feature our champion. And I'm pretty sure they've already said that NXT, like, NXT's not even, it, yeah, we already know now NXT's not even involved with Survivor Series this year. Not at all. You know what I mean? Which, so It sucks. It, it definitely sucks they're not involved this year in Survivor Series, but at the same time, I think they need to worry about building up the WWE. It, it's two separate shows. Yeah, I'm 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 completely fine with it. They've uh, building up Raw SmackDown, building up the NXT 
uh, roster, but also they've got survivor. They've got war games coming. We had the uh, we had the return of Pete Dunn. Yeah, bro. To NXT. Um, I'm not gonna front. I kind of instantly call it. Well, I didn't call it, but I questioned. Oh, is he is he the fourth man? Um, for one, Pete Dunn came back looking shredded. Man's got shredded up on the little quarantine. Um, but I mean, when they said when when the music hit, I was trying to think back. I was like, he's got nothing to do with Oni Lorcan and, and Danny Birch. Oh, he's probably about to attack Kyle Riley, and he attacked Kyle Riley. Fucked him up. He did. He did fuck him up. Um, but it looks like the UE is heading toward another uh, another another war games match. Was it be the fourth one? Fourth one in a row. They are the the four horsemen of NXT, if you will. So nobody came out to help Kyle, did they? No, nah, all the UE all the UE is busted up. They are at uh, the uh, they are at their weakest right now. That's gonna be, that's gonna be the downfall. Man, we'll see how it builds up, man. I'm 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 looking forward to it. It should be good. It should be good. I'm always looking forward to war games. They always find a way to kind of organically build war games. You said you were looking for the war games, but not now. No, I am. Okay, got you. I misheard. I misheard I you. They're always in October, though. No, it's always November. Okay. Bad. Always right around uh, Survivor Series weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So, got a few more weeks. A few more weeks. Well, after full gear, I'll, I guess I'll start watching NXT again. <laughs> As I was going to mention, yeah, speaking of full gear, we have uh, the finals of the uh, number one contender tournament. It's like we all saw it coming, man. Hangman Adam Page taking on Kenny Omega. Now, of course, we're going to jump into next week. Uh, next week is going to be our full gear show. But I want to say this now. This card is fucking stacked. Dude, fucking Major league stat. Fucking stat. <laughs> I'm about to be changed. Like, dude, this this is gonna be this this might be card of the year, Bruh, This might be the card of the year. No, yeah. no, it's gonna be nonstop. I'm uh, I am ready. And if things go according to plan, I might even be able to watch it live. Oh, no shit. Can't believe it. Damn. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm uh yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready, but we'll we'll definitely save that. We'll save that break now for next week. Um as you hear the excitement in our voices, man. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um yeah, man, Halloween Havoc also happened. We have a new North American champion in Johnny Gargano. What the um, fuck? yeah. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? What you mean? I mean, I mean, what do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, he's like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I just, I just didn't see that happening, honestly. No, what? Uh, him winning or the help or what? Him winning. Yeah. And who's Ghostface? I was gonna ask you, who do you think Ghostface is? I've got no fucking idea, really. Now, I do have an idea, but what's fucked up is I forgot her name. The uh, the women superstar who has been who sent uh, Johnny and Candace to TV, 
sent the USB footage. Say it again. Tegan Knox? No, 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 no. Um, the week after Tegan Knox got hurt, um, the Women's Battle Royal. I'm forgetting her name, dude. Uh, tall chick? The one who, yep, the one who gave uh, Candice LeRae the brass knucks to beat, to defeat um, uh, Shotzi Blackheart. It's like a taller Sonya Deville. I can't remember her fucking yep, name. Yep, yep. I'm, uh, I'm finding it now. I, I, I should know this, and it's kind of killing me. Is it Indy Hartwell? No, that's Shotzi Blackwell. Wait, or is it Indy Hartwell? No. It's not Indy Hartwell? I don't think so. I'm going to get a picture of Indy Hartwell. Just to, Yeah, it is Indy Hartwell. It's Indy Hartwell. Oh, okay. Fuck okay. me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe later. Um, she's yeah, five, yeah, five foot nine. Yeah, Indy Hartwell. I think it was her. Because if you notice, you know, watching NXT now, when, when she interfered in the Johnny Gargano-Damian Priest match, she handed the tombstone... She smacked homie with the with the um, with the with the two by four, not the two by four, the pipe or whatever it was. However, she didn't take a bump. Well, this person didn't take a bump until Shotzi Blackheart got involved. Now we also know WWE doesn't do man on woman or woman on man violence. So I think it was. I think it was at least a woman. I do think it was Indy Hartwell who got involved there, because um, she's rather tall compared to a lot of the roster. So. We'll see. Murder mystery. Did they ever finish the uh, Grimes and uh, Loomis match? Dexter Loomis won, apparently. Choked him out. Oh. Miller ring. Okay. Yep, yep, so I'm, yep. I'm, just, I'm just not a fan of these cinema. Like, I've said it before on here, I think probably a hundred times at least. Mm-hmm. Cinematic matches, like if like if these are young guys, they can fucking go. There's no need for these cinematic fucking matches. Yeah. I wasn't now to be honest, and I hate to kind of shit on the brand. I wasn't really excited for Halloween Havoc as it was. No. So I kind of want to take my opinion out of it, but from what I saw, I mean, it was enjoyable enough. I'm also not like a Halloween guy. <laughs> like Halloween. I'm not a big Halloween guy. Like, okay, cool, Halloween. Tombstones. I Yeah, I I was I had my pants off in a cemetery like earlier this week. I'm good. See, it's like the first full moon since 1944 Halloween this year. I'm going to sleep right through it. I'm partying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I should be doing a show, but then I'm going to sleep right through it. Somebody get married on Halloween? Bro, I got a whole. All of my guys have shows this weekend. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so hopefully nothing crazy happens. But yeah, but yeah, man. I think we got through another show, man. Been another 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 good show. Of course, we got full gear coming next week. Big Ren. I actually know I had a critique about Booker T and Sasha Banks and Naomi, but I can save that for another day. I'll uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. I'll write, I'll write it down. We'll we'll get to it. Uh, big Ren, let me know how to get reach you on the social medias, my guy. You got it, Migo. Y'all motherfuckers want to find me on uh, social medias. You can look up, me up on uh, Twitter and Instagram. It ain't motherfucker. A underscore M-A-A-F-H. 
U-C-K-A. And y'all can also fucking find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Juve, I don't know where the fuck they can find you at. You know where the fuck they can find me at, man? They can find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juve Desa. You know, that's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, predictions, whatnot, here to forth, and things of that nature. But of course, you're listening to us on a variety of different places. Some listen on Spotify, some listen on Breaker, some listen on Google Podcasts, some listen on Anchor. Wherever you're listening. Wherever you're listening, great content, heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that has a great take on Booker T and black women coming soon, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. About to be holiday season, we need some fucking money. Because I'm broke, nigga, I'm broke. I am your guy, Juve, sitting here with my tag team partner, as always, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Cade and Murdoch. Until next time, oh, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Episode 90 coming soon. Salute.